3: I want to know what you're doing with the f***ing tax What was that when I said that? They're loco. I kind of was a leafy. Whoa. Are we just going to make up rules as we go along? Show really? some
4: R-E-S-P-I-C-T. Uh, anyway, oh, I'll tell you this. I'm going to start at an eleven i'm gonna take it to about a 15 real
1: quick
3: Well, uh, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to jack armstrong and joe getty well uh, jack armstrong and joe getty who host the popular uh, radio talk show ask the same question of their listeners and here's their response
1: i'm so f-ing proud of you guys i give you america itself
4: this is ed mcmahon and now Here's Armstrong and Getty.
0: Live from Studio C. C, senor. It is a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels. ...of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound, and today, everybody, we're under the tutelage of our General
4: Manager. California Firefighters, once again, honorary, honorary, General Manager. The people who count votes in Florida. Gotta go back to vote counting school. <laughs> Holy cats. So the smoke
0: from the big California fires can be detected in New England. Wow, it's you know not a lot that far across the country, but it is some, and it's 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 a decent amount all across the western United States. I learned something yesterday, and then I was actually on the uh, website that shows you what the air's like. You can't tell by looking, because I, in my mind, I was thinking, well, it's not as bad as it was on Saturday. Mm. I looked at the little uh, meter thing, significantly worse than it was on Saturday. Really? In terms of the particles in the air that damage your lungs yeah. and whether or not you should be outside. Significantly worse, and wow. even worse
1: today.
4: Oh, no. Um... Already coughing and choking. Yeah,
0: I'm not the sort of person that's usually affected by this sort of thing in the prime of life and what. Certainly, uh, yeah.
4: youthful as can all can all what. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: it's a it's a problem. Oh, looking up at the TV, Monica Lewinsky still getting attention for her uh, her bombshell. We ought to we ought to do that story again because there's some good
4: nuggets of information in that. Oh, it's quite amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Monica tells all. You thought she'd told all? No, all. She wore the blue dress to dinner that night at a restaurant. Unaware that it had been uh, besmirched. Yeah. Dinner table events. Got home, thought it was spinach dip. Which was... is one of my favorite appetizers. <laughs> Too filling, though. Be careful, or you'll get full, and by the time your entree gets there, you won't want it. That's why appetizers are stupid. All right. We'll All right. You're, time. you're the Al-Qaeda. <laughs> you're the Al-Qaeda of appetizers. I don't think I've ever had spinach dip. Nor oh, have I had fantastic. ranch dressing. Oh, boy. Um, Nor have you ever eaten at Taco Bell. Correct. Call let's, yourself an American. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over
0: there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Where, how are you this morning, Michael?
1: I'm doing good. Um, I'm running into people that their families have lost everything. I and mean, people that I actually know have said, yeah, my mom lost her house or my oh, yeah. grandma. I mean, so it, it's weird because some people, you know, they're in the shelters and some are we're able to stay with family and I want to help people out. But it's almost... I, I almost feel like I need to distribute money. Okay, you need some over here. You need something over here because everybody's like at a different level. I mean, some people have absolutely nothing. And then some people say, well, I haven't. We you know, were able to get some clothes, but we need appliances. And it's just, it's crazy. It's sure. almost like, where do you start? Right. It's overwhelming.
0: Yeah. Well, you got a picture basically just walking out into your car and driving away and what you've got on. That's what you've got. Mm-hmm. And then every hotel. Within a very long way is completely full,
4: and staying in a hotel is really expensive. And staying with friends and family is cool, but you know, not forever. You know, that's 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 rough on everybody. Yeah, Uh, there's
0: positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
1: Uh, Doing all right, but I would like to send a special top of the morning go f yourself to whoever left the open container of pickles in the break room. I'm going in there trying to get my morning beverage, trying to get motivated to face the day, and I am assaulted. With the grotesque, putrid odor of pickles that have been there somewhere between 12 and 24 hours. Sweet or dill? I don't know. Dill. Is one not <laughs> dill. As, They're dill and yeah. they smell
4: pretty gross. that's <laughs>
1: disgusting. Disgusting! I th- First of all, pickles are an abomination in the first place. All you've done is ruin a <laughs> cucumber. Wait a minute. I think, wait a minute. <laughs> I, think,
0: I think millennials might be ending pickles also.
1: Good. You're welcome, everybody. You've been fooled. There was a time pre-refrigeration where the pickling <laughs> yeah, when, process was, was necessary. when adults were
4: adults and like sophisticated tastes, the salt and mm-hmm. the sweet you know, and crispy.
1: You needed to jump through some absurd hoops <laughs> to keep your food fresh for beyond <laughs> the four days that you picked it from, so you had to pickle things, and, and you ignored the fact that that you just ruined the perfectly good food. But now we have refrigerators and coolers and little frozen ice packs and stuff. We don't have to pickle stuff anymore. And if you need something new,
0: you go to the grocery store.
1: <laughs> the The idea of pickling things
0: is a, is, a, is a leftover from a tougher time, no doubt about it. Like, when, when I was a kid, man, people pickling stuff was a huge deal. Sure. Just, uh, yeah, in the spring, who's what are you pickling this year? I mean, everybody, with cans in all your basement everywhere of stuff you pickled. But I think that probably a lot of it is
4: left over from a time when you needed to do that. Yeah, but it's delicious. Absolutely delicious. I like Mm. sweet pickles. I do not like dill pickles. Oh, dill pickles are the best thing ever. With a nice big sandwich. Oh, it's great. I like sweet pickles. You're like a child. (laughs) I'm surrounded by childs.
0: (laughs) I like sweet relish on my hot Uh (laughs) dog. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. Get a little
4: spoonful of sugar on your hamburger as well, why don't you? Dip it in chocolate. (laughs) I'm offended by other people having different tastes than me, and I'm angry. Particularly
3: in pickles. Right. (laughs) How are you this morning, Marshall? All right, my friends, break out the cake, forget the pickles. We've got a trio of celebrity birthdays, and we are leading off with Bonnie Prince Charles, the heir to the U.K. throne. He is hitting 70. Net worth for Charlie at least $400 million, and possibly a lot higher. And remember, British taxpayers cover a lot of the royals' living and travel expenses. Well, I haven't noticed
4: them doing a lot, like, to earn a living through the years. I, so I've, apparently they do.
0: I, I'm I'm really starting to believe that when Queen Elizabeth finally goes, because she's got a tie back to when they were the British Empire, right. and, you know, World War II and all that sort of I think when she passes, I think the whole royal thing is really going to go off a cliff. Don't you
4: think? Uh, uh, y- it's, yes, it's, it will change fundamentally. Yeah. Wills and Harry are modern guys. You know, they they've fought in wars. They, they they know how silly it is. I
3: it's, think they it's secretly a tourist trap. I think they
4: secretly think it's stupid. Yes. Right. What else? Who else has a birthday?
3: All right, next up, former secretary of state, now professor at Stanford, Condoleezza Rice, she is sixty-four today. Hey, Shout shit. out, Condi, regular listener to the Armstrong Indeed. and Getty Show. And we thank you. Condi's net worth a tidy eight million dollars. And last, but certainly not least, political satirist, man about town, P.J. O'Rourke is 71 today. We had him on recently. Yes. had a delightful chat. Do we still have that clip of
4: P.J. that we like so much? Maybe we can dig that up. About the internet? Right. <laughs> but, oh, yeah.
3: His stuff about the internet was fantastic. <laughs> Whose idea was yeah. it to let all the stupid people talk <laughs> right. to each other? P.J.'s net worth, $200,000. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's the trio of celebrity birthdays for today. Writing about politics doesn't pay like it should. Well, whose bright idea was
1: it to put every idiot in the world in touch with every other idiot?
0: I would agree. There you <laughs> go. Whose bright idea was that? Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, November 14th, the year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. Where Armstrong you Getty, and we approve of this program.
4: All right, here's the show, then. Let's begin it officially, according to FCC rules and regulations. Brace yourselves. Here we go at Mark. Mod is a weird f***ing straight cat outside. It
1: looks... And what was that? That was the computer not working correctly. It should have played for another couple seconds to get you this. It looks like grandma. f***ing thing. <laughs> that it's, is, it's a viral video, Jack. <laughs> a hilarious video. Got sets a weird looking stray cat outside his back door and freaks. Has a staring contest with it. The video is like fifty seconds long. Is it's this, great. Is this a grown man? Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It is. It is. Lol. I don't care who you are. Awesome. And don't we all need that? Don't we? Uh, The video is also on the website if you're curious what this cat that prompted such a response from an adult male would look like.
4: Trust me on this. You've either had a rough day or you're about to have one. Watch this video. Armstrongandgetty.com.
3: We'll give you more of that coming up. What are other headlines, Marshall? Uh, California wildfires rage on. Death toll climbs. Looters arrested oh. now. God dang it. Shoot them. Shoot, shoot them. Florida recount taking longer than expected. Now there are mechanical problems. And we've got the latest on the Warriors. Draymond Durant feud. The whole world is watching. Yeah,
0: that's quite the deal. Coming up. From a team that wins all the time. Yeah. Um, How
4: does mailbag look? Oh, it's uh, fine and dandy. We have uh, philosophical musings, uh, humor, uh, anger, you name it. We got it. Anger and humor. Yet another Asian-American voicing their opinion on the long-time no-see is somehow racist. We have the sweet and dill pickle of entertainment coming your way. Mm. Both covered.
0: I'm happy to cover the dill end of things. So stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The Conscience of the nation.
3: It was a beautiful day. One of the
0: greatest basketball teams in the history of assembling basketball teams, two of their future Hall of Famers. About come to blows in a game and say some things you can't take back. It's uh, kind of interesting. So we'll get into that story about the Golden State Warriors coming up in a little bit. I think Draymond was out of line, dribbling down the court and falling on his knees. But <laughs> we'll get to that later in
4: sports. Wow! So you've already chosen sides. Oh, this is media bias. It wasn't even close. This call. is media bias. Team would fall apart without Draymond. Hey, pass he's the, the glue. Pass the ball,
0: as 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 Durant said to him. Pass the ball, man. He
4: had a lane. No, he did not. (laughs) He ended up (laughs) on his hands and knees. Sometimes lanes close. (laughs) Lanes closed ahead. You've seen the signs. I rest my case. Mailbag. I think it is an interesting study in human psychology, personalities, team dynamics, and we all work and play in various teams, that a team with so much success can still find dissension.
0: When one of your co-workers
4: makes a sucky decision. Oh, now again. Where does he get to bias? (laughs) Let's see. That's pretty good. All right. uh, Let's have a perspective-loving quote of the day from Aldous Huxley. Who I mentioned the other day wrote one of my favorite books of all time, Brave New World. I've read it several times. Um, And yet I've never sought out anything else he's written, which I believe makes me an idiot. Um, Sometimes I don't get me. At any rate, Aldous Huxley once said, To travel is to discover that everyone is wrong about other countries. I think that is true. We have opinions of other lands, and they are condensed into very very tight little three, four sentences at most. And then you go there, and you realize there's a hell
1: of a lot more to this. It looks like Aldous Huxley wrote The Doors of Perception. Is that the book that the Doors named themselves after? Yes. Interesting. The uh, Los Angeles rock and
0: roll band of the 60s and 70s, The Doors. Back to his point I will never set foot in France as long as a little Macron's running the place.
4: (laughs) I'll I'll, 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 I will will set foot in France if only to slap him with a glove. There you go. In the ancient style and say, uh, this means war. Did you hear that? what he said about Europe has to develop its own army yeah. to defend itself against Russia, China, China, and the United States?
0: Yeah, that's not an odd thing to say at all.
4: You cheese eating <laughs>
0: dum-dum. What are Trump, you talking about? Of Trump replied with some tweets, which we'll get into.
4: Which were hilarious <laughs> and wildly inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> ah, boy. Yeah, moving along. Here's your uh, crime a day because there's so many federal crimes. Nobody can even keep track of how many there are, never mind what they are. Uh, The uh, Section 49 U.S. Code, uh, paragraph 51, 24, and 46 CFR 148.29 subparagraph C makes it a federal crime for a person transporting peat moss on a cargo ship. Hey! You! Transporting peat moss right now on a cargo ship. We're talking about you. If Peter you're, Moss here. How am I supposed to get to America? <laughs> Better swim, damn it! If you are transferring, transporting peat moss on a cargo ship, it is a federal crime to willfully handle the peat moss without wearing goggles.
1: Gotcha. Federal. A federal, federal crime. crime. Okay. But I can unwillfully do it.
4: <laughs> Not like it's on the instructions that you know. If it gets in your eyes, it'll burn. No, it's a federal crime.
0: God, seeing yet another video of people driving through the road to try to get away from the fires uh, in Northern California—unbelievable,
1: unbelievable! They're talking about PTSD that people will have.
0: Hell yeah! yeah,
1: yeah, hell yeah. Have you seen some of the shots of the cars that have made it through with like the tail oh, melted off yeah, and fenders oh, yeah. just warped oh, just my from the heat? God, we oh. were
4: looking at a picture the other day of a pickup truck that a uh, an employee of the hospital there. They had shuttled a couple of uh, coworkers and patients out a couple of different trips. And the the white truck, and I'm not trying to make light of it, it looked exactly like a marshmallow looks wow. after you toast it perfectly. The truck was cooked. And, of course, if your
0: vehicle's that damaged by the fire, you're just this close, who knows how close, to your car just not running. Sure. And then you're standing there. Oh. Yeah. And you're cooked. I mean, that's that's a hell of a deal.
4: Yeah. You know, as long as we're on that note, and then we'll move back into lighter fare. I uh, got a really nice note from Dave here who says, uh, the first responders' actions in these fires is laudable. They deserve even more than our sincerest thanks. Please do not forget the last responders, the coroners and their staffs. Their job may not have as much physical danger or flashiness, but for the survivors, it can be the most important of all the services. They're often overlooked and for sure taken for granted. These people are just as dedicated to the craft as anyone with a flashing red light. Well, and in small communities, it might be people you know. Uh, it's almost guaranteed. Yeah, and people you love as well. So, yeah, very serious uh, note there. Uh, let's see. Where do we go from here? Okay, how about this? Uh, if you happen to read any of this on air, please leave out my name, writes John Jones of Anytown, USA. Uh, on the truly, profoundly, almost unbelievably idiotic, Topic of long time no see as a phrase being somehow demeaning to Asians (laughs) and mocking. It's been listed now by universities as a phrase you shouldn't use. And also, you guys is sexist. Um, Colorado State University in particularly deserves to be mocked cruelly over this. Colorado State and Boulder
0: think so i think
4: it is what i don't know your, there are probably your, multiple one Colorados. Of your, one of your
0: crazier towns in america right right
4: hello voice of the west writes al anonymous or and you don't know maybe they're maybe they're gender fluid i'm asian american third generation i grew up hearing people saying long time no see honestly i just thought it was a generic english as a second language thing i didn't know it was supposed to be specific to asians never cared Um, But it's not. I grew up in Chicago. Black people said it all the time. I thought it was a nice brief way to mention to someone you care about that it's been too long since you've encountered. He writes on. Never cared, and that's kind of my point. Never cared. Don't imagine I know anyone who gets offended by it. I've been around Asians who try to out-Asian other Asians. I've heard of blacks who try to out black other blacks. I think this might be a common thing for all ethnicities to one up the ethnicity. I've also noticed that being PC tends to be a white thing. Like, I never got to vote on Oriental. Oh, I never got to vote on Oriental becoming a derogatory term. I don't find it offensive so much as I find it archaic, like some old lady saying she's got a touch of the vapors. <laughs> So then I thought, is it possible that being PC is how white people out-white other white
0: people? Oh, good one. Good one. Dude, you shouldn't be anonymous. What a great insight. Yeah, you need to be on a panel or write
4: a book or something. That's really good. Or a panel of authors. (laughs) K-O-M-E-R. Keep on making everything racist. (laughs) Amen to that, my brother. Thank you for that. Uh, This is a nice note from John. It's brief. I appreciate the brevity. Isn't our entire language a cultural appropriation from two or three cultures?
0: As are pretty much all languages, unless you're speaking Aramaic, I think.
4: Right. (laughs) uh, Unless you're from some tribe in the Amazon that hasn't been contacted by the outside world. Yeah. (laughs) English is quite famously a mutt language. Almost
0: everything is cultural appropriation. We went through this a couple of weeks ago. Through history. Maybe I should dig that back up again on how you can trace things back and it just keeps going further back and further back and to who oppressed who to get this food or kind of shirt or song or whatever. Right. It's never ending. Right.
4: You can go back as far as recorded history on this stuff. Exactly. It's yeah, just silly. Yeah, it's, it's Japanese silly. who got it from the Chinese, who got it from Mongolian traders who were influenced heavily by the Huns as they moved eastward, etc. So th- the whole idea is stupid. Yeah. It's it, is. A path- it is a truly pathetic, once you understand it, effort to seem more enlightened than thou. I have more on it, which is actually quite interesting, but we are out of time. Uh, That's good stuff. Marshall's
0: got his news coming up, and um, I've got a really cool survey they did of singles. Big survey, real survey. This isn't Glamour Magazine stuff. On uh, who's single, what kind of people, what are the most... Likeable traits, unlikable physical traits, personality traits, all that sort of stuff. It's really good. We'll get to that later.
4: I have a great, brilliant question for discussion about the cultural appropriation thing coming up. Stay with us. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: A nurse named Pierce, who we mentioned a little bit ago, who uh, now somewhat famously was driving his truck in and out of the fire to the point that it it melted the plastic. He thought he was going to die in there, but he got a lot of people out, including himself. Thank God. Uh, Toyota has stepped up and is going to replace his truck, which is a cool story. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah, Nice
4: gesture. That's a cool
0: story.
1: But oh, my God, he thought he was going to die. How would you not? If your vehicle is melting, you think this is it. Thinks that and still goes back in to get more people. Yeah, yeah. and that's, uh, that's, that's some
4: serious stuff right
0: there. When well, the
1: worst things happen, we see the best of humanity. It's amazing.
0: And the worst of humanity. I'm not trying to be a downer, you but you're about to hear about the looters.
4: You are a downer.
0: And the people who are uh, putting up the fake charities immediately, trying mm, to steal right. money from You know her... what?
4: Right. Now you got me. You got me. Uh, it, there is, uh, you know, as the good book says, there's a time for, for joy and a time for making a couple of balled-up fists and punching people in the face who have it coming. That's the new Joe version it's just, of the
0: Bible. The Bible! <laughs> it's, it's amazing. As you say, you see the best of humanity. You've got people risking, really, really risking their lives to help people they don't know. And you got other people whose first thought is, I'm going to steal stuff, yeah. right? It's it's something. I don't know if that's the way you're raised, the way your brain is made. I have no idea how you can end up at those two completely divergent points of being a human
4: being. I'll let you study that after I punch them in the face. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips.
3: Well, the death toll from this past week's wildfires in California has increased to 50, 48 of them from the campfire in Northern California. As authorities are ramping up the search for other potential victims. Now the sheriff in Butte County says his agency is working on a list of missing people that's going to be released soon. 200 people are unaccounted for. They want to put this list out so that if people see their name or they see a name of somebody they know that's okay, you can get in touch and we, they can start whittling uh, away at that list.
0: Yeah, I can as we as we talked about some yesterday. I mean, you can see how you got your family out of there. You're in a hotel now. You're trying to figure out what you do. Your highest priority is not to check around to see if your name is on a list somewhere. And try right. to figure
3: out who to call and what to do about it. Right. Yeah,
4: you're a tad busy.
3: 100 uh, National Guard troops are going to be helping teams already looking for the remains in the state's deadliest wildfire. Meanwhile, six people have been arrested for looting in paradise. And Sheriff Corey Honey has a warning for those looters. That if you're in these evacuated areas... When you shouldn't be, and you are violating the law, or taking advantage of these poor the citizens or are displaced,
1: uh, we're going to stop you. We're going to investigate, and we're going to take you to jail. All right.
0: How, how do we not shoot looters like they did in the Great
4: Earthquake of San Francisco? You know. You know that
0: stopped the looting really fast.
4: Yeah. Uh, there are moments where it seems really appealing. There are you know fairly obvious an- uh, arguments against it. But I will tell you this, uh, would-be looters. First of all, we hate you. Turn off the show and never listen again. We don't want your business. Secondly, dozens of cops in that area lost their homes. Dozens of them. How happy do you think they're going to be to see you, scum?
0: This is where I want that certain percentage of uh, vigilante justice. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm uh, I'm always saying we just need a little touch of that. Just a little. Because it can get out of hand. I understand the problems. Cops shoot a looter. Oh, that was your house. Sorry about that. It happens. Exactly.
3: Meanwhile, some people who lost homes in the campfire are suing PG&E, accusing the utility of negligence and blaming it for causing the fire. The suits claiming the PG&E did not maintain its infrastructure and failed to properly inspect and manage its power transmission lines, charging that the Northern California fire was the result. This is the first in what are expected to be a volley of lawsuits against the utility. This is going to be, yeah, a volley of
4: lawsuits, years of argument, legislation, bribes being handed out to legislators. It's going to be just a, a horrendous mess.
3: Recount of the Florida Senate race is being delayed, we are being told, by overheating machines. Counties throughout Florida had to recount over 8 million ballots because elections for the U.S. Senate Governor and Agriculture Commissioner were too close to call. So the Daily Beast is saying some voting machines in Palm Beach County have broken down due to overheating. It's really interesting that that state is so evenly divided on so
0: many things. Yeah. I, I assume one side or the other is going to overtake... Uh, things at some point. It'll be more like 55-45. It won't be so close. But right now, it's like 49.8 to 49.7 on almost every issue.
4: I'll tell you this. I don't care which way you swing. That gal Snipes in uh, Broward County yeah. Yeah. is either completely corrupt, completely incompetent, or
0: a little bit of both. I think she's uh, an activist that is an incompetent.
4: Yeah. I think she's a cheater and a crook and she's not very good at it. She
0: is she is certainly incompetent. Have you seen her interviewed at all? Yes. She really comes off as a doofus. Yeah. Yeah. Short-handed warriors got the job. Of course, done that's at home. racism I got to point that out cuz
4: I've seen that on some of the other yeah. cable news oh, channels. Oh, yeah,
0: that is the response. Criticism of that woman is because she's
4: black. Okay. So, uh, and and I apologize to the many tens of millions of strong, proud, self-reliant, smart Black people in America. The idea that you can't criticize someone because the color of their skin, because they're so weak or, or victimy through the centuries or whatever—that's that's a bizarre and ridiculous notion. And anybody who's not a child shouldn't fall for it. She's terrible at her job, terrible and probably corrupt. Don't matter what she looks like.
3: Shorthanded Warriors got the job done at home. They folded the Hawks 110 to 103 in Oakland. Steph Curry was out with a groin injury, and Draymond Green was out because he was suspended for a game without pay for conduct detrimental to the team. Suspended by his own team, yes. He's fiery. this is that
4: fiery that's gonna that fieryness is gonna fuel the next championship. So have you
0: seen the play in question? <clears throat> no, I just heard about it. Well the pro- the problem to me is everybody makes mistakes, right? In in all the facets of life. If you if you, if you you get the rebound, you're standing next to one of the great scorers in the history of the game, and you don't pass it to him, and you run into traffic and fall to your knees and lose the ball, <laughs> end up losing the game. Mm. If afterwards the guy says, hey, pass the ball, you say, yeah, I should have. It's over. But why do you got to go on the you're a bitch rant? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and your contract's up next year, you won't even be here,
4: and all that sort of stuff mm. uh, in the timeout. What's that all about? Yeah, he's, he's embarrassed. He's hurtful. He's lashing out. He's, he's, the. You know what? Don't we all do that occasionally? I'm calling for understanding.
3: Warriors GM Bob Myers uh, uh, didn't go into any details about Green's behavior that drew the suspension, saying instead, "If caring too much is a,
1: is something that we he struggles with, well, that's that's who he is. So uh, we'll move. We we made a decision. We felt like this action merited the decision we made. But I have every confidence that he can move forward with it. Our team can move forward with it. Our organization. Our players. Um, because again, I mean. This is part of the NBA. There you go. That's
4: a very healthy and mature attitude. I'm not well sure. Said, I'm not
0: sure Draymond has that same healthy, mature
4: attitude, but we'll see. If caring too much is a sin, Jack, call him guilty.
1: <laughs> Warriors head coach uh, Steve Kerr, no stranger to altercations between teammates, he was once reportedly punched in the face by his then teammate Michael Jordan. Mm. Right,
0: but it, there's video of mm-hmm. the timeout, or is at the end of regulation before overtime started. There's video, and it's it's pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> And poor Clay Thompson sitting in between them.
1: Uh, well, I'm just going to look straight ahead. <laughs> Clay Thompson in the locker room afterwards was trying to be the voice of
3: unity. We just got to stay together, man. <laughs> all right, that's your news. I'm Says Marshall. It's you, P- bitch. <laughs> I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
0: What's the whole? My contract's up this year. I won't be here. What's that? What are you, what are you saying that
4: for? Well, oh yeah, your wife's fat.
0: <laughs> now let's go down that road. Oh,
4: you know you don't understand at all. Draymond actually cares Kevin Durant is a hired gun He's like Clint Eastwood In one of those movies Pass the ball There's a counterpoint Um (laughs) Listen You gotta let me More on the idiotic Long time no see Fake controversy coming up. And
0: Amazon's choice to put their second headquarters in D.C. and New York. is getting interesting criticism from interesting places. I would say on uh, the whole corporate welfare thing, people who agree on nothing agree on this. Yeah, so we'll get into that further. It's pretty interesting. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The conscience of the nation.
2: Armstrong and
0: Getty Show. And finally, I saw that Monopoly just released a new version of their game called Monopoly for Millennials. It's just like the original, except everyone starts with
4: $60,000 of college debt. Hey, now. That's not a bad joke. I mean, it's not very funny, but it's a good comment. Uh, I want to talk later about the El later.
0: Did I say later or longer? Later. Okay. I want to talk later about the El Chapo trial, which opened yesterday. Holy cow, is that going to be interesting if it's anything like day one with the opening arguments? I thought El Chapo's defense team made a great
4: uh, play. I hear he can afford the best. Well, he might have the best. Yeah. Really good argument. He's got a bunch of friends in Mexico are sending him money, which is really kind for his legal defense. <laughs> and the prosecution with some gruesome stories
0: oh. of various
4: things that El, Ch- El Chapo has done throughout his career. So the brilliant El Chapo deven- defense to come. Also, more on the absolutely, probably in a good way, moronic argument over cultural appropriation. Uh, because I think it is so stupid, it will expose itself as being ridiculous and go away. And the personality traits, physical traits, and other things that
0: we like most in, uh, in, in, in others, if it's specifically singles, but I'm sure this applies to, to everyone. Uh, a big survey that was done, pretty interesting. Got this text on the whole Amazon story, which is getting a tremendous amount of attention. The reason the tax incentives for Amazon are so distasteful is that they should be offered by cities across the board if they're so
4: attractive to businesses. Then they're not picking winners. They're picking free markets. If I might, this note. The very liberal mayor of New York City railed against the tax cuts for the wealthy, but gave the world's richest man a couple billion dollars in tax cuts to locate Amazon HQ2 in New York City. Why, if they love small business so much, do they give tax benefits to the person who wants to put those businesses out of business? I have bet everything on my small business, knowing I already had to compete with cheap foreign labor. Why do liberals hate Walmart but love Amazon? That's a good one. That's a great series of questions, sir or madam. Yeah, I was actually thinking of Walmart
0: yesterday because I lived in a, a number of small towns. That Walmart came to town, and initially everybody thought, oh, great, the jobs, the this, the that. Mm-hmm. And it didn't end up being a good thing for the town. There's no way you could say it was a good thing for the town. Right. The right. record store, the drug store, the, the, all kinds of things that shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, But anyway, uh, Tucker Carlson was talking about this last night on his show, and you talk about politics making strange bedfellows
1: two new headquarter facilities, one outside New York City and the other outside Washington in Arlington, Virginia. In return for bestowing his grace on America's two richest cities, Jeff Bezos, who is the world's richest man, will receive more than $2 billion in subsidies from you, the taxpayer. Well, new Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez had this to say today, quote, Amazon is a billion-dollar company. The idea that it will receive hundreds of millions of dollars in tax breaks at a time when our subway is crumbling and our communities need more investment, not less, is extremely concerning to residents here. Hate to admit it, but Alexandria ocasio Cortez has a very good. Tucker oh, Carlson. point is the last word of that. Tucker sentence. Carlson
0: and She Guevara agreeing on that topic. Now we talked to a business reporter yesterday. The idea is that, for instance. I forget what the number is, but Amazon's going to come into New York and spend, I forget how many, uh, $1.5 billion or something like that, building a building. Well, that's all. You're going to hire all those contractors and people and uh, uh, materials and all the sort of stuff that's going to go into that. That's a lot of money.
4: Circulating around your town, right? And and remember that and jobs know, for and every, taxpayers and- every new person who moves to town to work at Amazon will get haircuts and they will buy coffee and meals and and uh, babysitters and the rest of it. Sure. That's the well, that's the theory. Well, and it's it's true
0: in most cases. Do the people of Seattle think that city would be better off if Amazon had never
4: existed there? I listened to a a long interview with a city councilman this morning, as a matter of fact, on that very topic. And the long and short of it is that it is a shock to the system and it causes many challenges that if you don't anticipate and get ahead of, it will cause a great deal of pain. He said, look, this was the first time we had Amazon come to town. We didn't know what to expect, um, and it, it's caused enormous pain in in certain quarters. It's also caused explosive economic growth. So, good, good thing or bad thing? See, I could work on CNN. Well, that gets to the creative destruction and the nature of capitalism
0: that Alan Greenspan's talking about it in his new book. You have to learn, look long term. You know, net results for
4: wages, jobs, etc., cetera, et cetera. It's and not always, good for the most people.
0: Yeah, it's not always pretty along the way though. Right.
4: Yeah. It's an interesting and complex question, which is why you have Shigeruvera uh lined up with uh, with Tucker Carlson. By the way, she misspeaks all the time. But um, that's going to hamper her. But, but so uh, would,
0: would Tucker and her would they argue that if if they had, if if Amazon
4: had chosen Dallas, they would be better off as a city? Is that their argument? New York, uh, would Queens specifically, or whatever? Uh, Yes, I think so. Or or simply that we've allowed regions to prostitute themselves so completely. But how would you stop that? I I don't know. If you don't give the tax break, Dallas will. Right, and they will get the, the business. Yeah. Um, that's that's a question for elected representatives, I think. We elect them to represent us because, you know, we all can't form a coalition to negotiate with Amazon or the firefighters or, you know, every entity we do business with every single time something has to happen. So we elect representatives. but it would They only... make what they perceive to be the best uh, decision. If we don't like their decisions, we vote them out.
0: But it would only take one city or state to break ranks on the whole we're going to give you tax breaks thing and... uh
4: Well, lots and lots of cities do, and they don't get the business.
0: Right. I mean, if you were going to try to make the argument that we shouldn't do this, we're all going to band together, all cities of America, and we won't offer these kind of tax breaks to big companies, Mm -hmm. well, that just ain't going to happen. Right. Oh, yeah. I see your point. Yeah. Because it would only take one Cleveland to say, "Uh, we will, and then it's on. Right. And then you're back to the Santa Claus game, whoever gives them the most to get the the company there. Right. Now, I have wondered Somebody compared it to sports stadiums. I've lived in a number of cities where, where it seemed to me it didn't end up to be a net win for the for the taxpayer to to pay for that new arena. It almost never does. Yeah. Depending
4: on the deal. Right. Depending on the deal. It's a 70-30 partnership. That's very different than a 30-70.
0: Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. We're trying to get some smart guests on, on this topic because it's complicated. 415-295-KFTC. Long time no see for some of you listeners.
4: Yeah, good to see you. Oh, wait a minute. I've heard that's racist. I've heard that's racist. More on that idiotic <laughs> controversy. <laughs> and we got to get to Trump's uh, tweets
0: about uh, France, I should, I should think, on the Armstrong and Getty Show.